two leptus. Tuesday, January 2, 2023. While Jesus is in the temple, he watches a line of rich people dropping off their gifts in the collection box. Luke 21.1. Happy New Year 2024. There is something fresh about launching a brand new calendar to cross off day after day through the coming year. Well, perhaps not many of you are that meticulous, but whether cross it off manually or you cross it off religiously, time will elapse for good or bad. You can't stop the clock. The best case scenario is that we begin and maintain consistent and productive habits that will enrich our lives. So now we take the first step towards a better pattern of loving, learning, and living with purpose. Whatever that purpose is, this year is going to be a year of many transitions. I'm slowly crawling towards the 67th year of my life. Changes are taking place around and inside of me. There will be moments of loss and disappointment. These events are unavoidable. But there will also be moments of triumph and exhilaration. Memories of events, travels, and gatherings with family and friends. And amid it all are the mundane and daily grind and pressure of making a life for the ones we love. What makes our lives above and beyond the mundane are the times we cherish each other within the warmth of our family circle. But that can only go so far. It is here that today's passage reminds us. A couple weeks back, I submitted some statements that were a bit harsh, but I was not the one saying what was said. The words were from the lips of Jesus. In that vein, I said that we cannot allow church services to become spiritual swap meets for the sake of meeting church, local union, and even general conference budgets as well. The widow that came that day to deposit her pittance of two leptas was praised by Jesus as something of greater value than the large sums of money given by those who had many resources to avail themselves for many months, if not years, while the poor widow gave all she had. That was the point Jesus was making. As I have said many times before, if you attend a church that fills you with passion and, and a desire to grow more spiritually, give generously to that church. Your church can use it. If, however, you are either not attending a church for whatever reason, do not overlook the blessing you can receive from God. In other words, set aside what you generously intended to help the poor with or an organization that serves your community through organized endeavors on behalf of the poor, and give to that organization. Don't be a sieve or a funnel. Be a shower of blessings with much or little. Let me suggest another way to respond to God's blessing, to his invitation to give like he does. Set a predetermined amount based on your income and generosity, and find people who need help. God will lead you somehow to someone God is like that. God can't be outgiven, you see, whether you only have a lepta or a 401k about to burst. Be a channel of blessings to someone. Do it with your family. Invite someone to help you find someone who is in some sort of need. If you can't find someone, well, then put that money away. The moment will come, and you will have what you set aside to help, as Paul said, for the poor among the saints in Jerusalem or Riverside or Los Angeles, or San Bernardino, or wherever you live. We don't need more buildings. We need more believers spending time in the Word and reaching out in our communities, in our world, to reach the unchurched and the lost. That's the gospel. 
good news for us and for all those that are seeking for something bigger than themselves in their lives. Abba, it's a new world. It's a new year. And there's so much to do to reach people who need you. Please help me. In Jesus' name, amen.